Thanks for tuning in to the Brooks Free Library podcast. My name is Emily Milan. I'm the assistant director here at Brooks, and I'll be hosting the Know Your Town series. The Know Your Town podcast series is a cooperative effort of the Brooks Free Library and the Town of Harwich Voter Information Committee. We invited the heads of each town department to join us to answer some questions about operations, how COVID impacted their workflow, budget questions, and just general information that would be helpful for the public to know. So grab your coffee and settle in. We'll be back in just a moment with today's guest. Welcome back, podcast listeners. In today's episode of Know Your Town, we welcome Conservation Administrator Amy Uzowski. Thanks for joining us today, Amy. Thanks for having me, Emily. Yeah, so we're excited to have you here. Before we start um, discussing some of the questions that we posed for this podcast, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. I've um, been the conservation administrator for the town of Harwich for almost the past 10 years now, and it's been a wonderful 10 years. Before that, I was the agent in East Ham. I originally came to Cape Cod when I was 23 years old. I'm from the western part of the state, actually. And um, my background is really in natural resource management. I had a real great love for the outdoors ever since I was a child and parents and grandparents really fostering that, that love for nature and, and caring for it. So I feel like I found a very fitting position here as conservation administrator that allows me to share with others the importance of protecting our fragile environment. Oh, that's fantastic. So I'm joined by a fellow wash ashore. That's reassuring. I'm also <laughs> a wash ashore from a mountainous region. So a transplant to the coast. Um, I can see how that love of nature would definitely um, lead you in this, in this direction. And it's definitely one of the things that I love about the Cape and Harwich specifically, all of our beautiful conservation land um, and our opportunities to you know, go out and visit that as community members and, and take part of that. So thank you for sharing that information about your background. Um, now, can you tell us a little bit about your department um, and what your mission is, what you're charged with accomplishing? And if there have been any, what challenges have you faced over the last year during the pandemic? Sure. So the Harwich Conservation Department's purpose really is to uphold the state's Wetlands Protection Act and also our local Harwich Wetlands Protection Bylaw. The bylaw was created because citizens of Harwich really felt that um, conservation or that wetlands themselves need to be protected above and beyond what the state what the state required. The citizens of the town recognized what a special resource we have in our sand dunes, our salt marshes, our shellfish areas. And so we want to make a little bit stricter rules and regulations for people to have to follow who live near those areas. So for the most part, what my department does is we work with homeowners and builders, engineers, to ensure that their projects that are near wetlands meet or exceed both the state and local laws. Our department consists of myself, the conservation administrator, and a full-time assistant conservation agent. We also have a seasonal part-time shorebird monitor because we do monitor for our endangered shorebirds, such as some species of tern, piping clover, and if we're lucky enough to have them, American oyster catchers. We staff 
um, a board of seven volunteer members, which make up the Conservation Commission. And myself and the assistant agent's job is really to best advise them on the regulatory merits of projects that come before them. Um, we meet twice monthly. Uh, the Conservation Commission and its staff are also charged with managing all the town lands in Harwich, which number over a thousand acres. This does not include the acreage that the Harwich Conservation Trust has, and it does not include the state forest. So a thousand acres just being under the care and custody of the Conservation Commission is, is wonderful. Um, we're very thankful that the citizens of the town said it's really important to protect um, key pieces of land. We also try to protect land that is contiguous. That way we can have trails, it provides more habitat rather than just kind of little pieces here and there throughout town. Um, many of these conservation areas that we take care of, we encourage you to go out and enjoy, such as the Bell's Neck Conservation Lands, Sand Pond Woodlands, Thompson's Field, um, the Island Pond Conservation Areas, and uh, the D. Isabel Smith Monomoy River Woodlands. These all have wonderful walking trails and go through a variety of habitats for you. We manage these in collaboration with AmeriCorps Cape Cod and the DPW. We could not do it without them. And we also have a core group of citizen volunteers that I can call on at various times to just say, hey, you want to go out and do some trail work? And it's, it's really, really wonderful to have that. And that'll be, talk about that later if, um, you know, people are interested in volunteering with us. Uh, our department also manages the community gardens off Sisson Road. I think we have the largest community gardens on Cape Cod. We have about 100 spots. We still have a few plots left for spring 2021. So this is my plug to uh, contact us if you're interested in, in uh, reserving a spot for this year. It's extremely cheap and um, they're great conditions out there. Excellent. And there's water on that property as well, right? For, for um, those who reserve a garden plot yes. and have access to water. Yep. That's fantastic. So the plots we have, very, we have, this is my, one of the places that I really love in town uh, is the community gardens. It really is a community. Um, the people who, who garden out there, the plots themselves, just to tell people a little bit about them. They're about 20 feet by 20 feet. We do have some smaller raised beds for people who either don't want such a large garden um, or physically may not be able to maintain such a large garden. Um, those small beds are only $15 a year and the larger ones are only $40 a year. And for that money, you not only are provided water, but we also till it for you and we provide on-site compost. So it's a great deal. Wow, that's fantastic. Um, my husband might have some competition. I might have to switch over to the Harwich Garden instead <laughs> of my backyard garden. Oh, you do the tilling for us. That's fantastic. Um, so great. We, I, I feel like we have a pretty good idea of all the various um, purposes of your de your department. You, you know, mentioned a lot of things in that introduction. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about how you interact with other departments? You already mentioned DPW and some collaboration with AmeriCorps Cape Cod and, and those sorts of agencies. What else is, is there that you work cooperatively with other departments mm -hmm. on? Sure. We interact with almost every other department in the town, believe it or not. And that's one of the really fun things about this job. From recreation to the cemetery department to harbor, and of course the other permitting departments, health planning and building. 
Um, so being a town on the Cape, we're really surrounded by wetlands, be it dune, beach, vernal pool, et cetera. So anytime anyone, and that would include town departments, wish to do any activity near wetlands, they need conservation approval. Conservation Department also assists in planning for certain projects around town, such as the new changes to the land side of Sacquatucket Harbor that people have seen and enjoyed the past couple of years. Planting a pollinator garden and choosing species for the Arboretum at our newly accredited Island Pond Cemetery and Arboretum, now called the James Marsline Arboretum, I should say. When construction projects are applied for that are near wetlands, the applicant needs to go and get approval from the Conservation Commission, of course, um, before they file with the other permitting departments. We also review all permits that are submitted to the Building Planning and Health Departments to ensure they're not within Conservation Commission jurisdiction. And we do this really quickly so as not to prolong the process for those applicants. That's great. And, and you do it with not a lot of manpower in your department specifically. You mentioned early that early on in the podcast that the conservation department is staffed by um, yourself as the conservation administrator. And then you have an assistant conservation agent and then a part time um, seasonal shorebird staff member. So that's a part time seasonal position. So it's really just the two of you year round. Correct. And it sounds like you guys get a lot done with just the two of you. <laughs> We, um, we do. We um, we don't have any administrative staff. We take care of that ourselves as well as doing all the technical review. All right. Well, so definitely the two of you um, and your salary and the salary for the part-time employee make up part of your annual budget. But do you want to tell us a little bit more about that budget? Of course. To get in kind of actually to the numbers. Uh, I know people like numbers. The conservation department budget for FY21, which is the year that we're currently in, was $175,597. While the budget that we've proposed coming into this year's town meeting for FY22 is proposed to actually be $171,421. And what this is composed of is the wages for two full-time people, myself, the conservation administrator, and the conservation assistant conservation agent, and like you said, the part-time seasonal shorebird monitor, um, we set aside $6,000 for that seasonal position. We do have a very, very small expense budget. And what that does is we pay for things such as water usage at the community gardens. That costs us about $3,000 a year, which is about the same amount of money that we take in from the sale of the plots. We don't intend to make money off the gardens. It's really just a nice service to provide to the town. Um, and we, we hope to create kind of a net zero there. But anyway, we do um, have to spend about $3,000 typically on water for the town gardens. We also pay for water at Thompson's Field. Um, we need tools on occasion that maybe the DPW does not have that are a little bit more specific to our, to our needs for our jobs. We pay for somebody to till the garden. We need gas for our town vehicle, et cetera. So um, our budget over the past two years started um, sorry, an FY20 at $10,000, and that's our expense budget. In FY21, COVID hit, and we, we decreased our expense budget to $7,500. And as proposed in FY22, it will be a mere $5,915. We try to really operate as leanly as we possibly can. Unfortunately, due to COVID um, and the concern going into COVID and the unknown of what 
finances are going to be for the town. You know, we we did have to cut such services, such as our beloved Arbor Day seedling giveaway that we would do every year for the town. Um, and we had to drastically really cut our line items for some of the items we may have need to purchase and, and put that out to farther years. We did bring in about $20,000 in revenue last year, and that is primarily in filing fees with the Conservation Commission, as well as the sale of garden plots. Okay. And does that revenue go into a revolving fund or back into the general fund? We have two. So a portion of the filing fees for under the Wetlands Protection Act and Harwich Wetlands Bylaw is mandated by law to go into a special wetlands account only to be used to educate um, staff such as myself or the commission um, to improve our cons physically improve our, our conservation lands that we have in town. So we have a revolving fund for that. And then the remainder of it does go into the general fund. Amy, in our pre-interview conversation, you mentioned that there are some proposed changes on the warrant for this year's town meeting regarding our conservation bylaws. Can you share some background information on those with us today? Sure. Over the past year or so, the Harwich Conservation Commission has been putting together changes to both Chapter 304 of the town bylaws, which is the water dependent structures bylaw, which means docks, piers, elevated walkways over wetlands, etc., as well as Chapter 310 of the town bylaws, which is the wetlands protection portion. And if I may, I'm just going to briefly go over what those changes are, and people can feel free and contact me, or um, it is in the draft warrant for um, this coming. May town meeting. So the changes to the water dependent structures bylaw um, are fairly significant. In order to better protect our wetland resource areas, we are noticing um, that on the Herring River, a lot of the water dependent structures, docks, piers, they're, they're getting to be very numerous. And in order to better protect our salt marshes, our shellfish resources, our coastal banks, um, the Conservation Commission is proposing a moratorium, meaning no new structures, where there currently aren't any um, on the Herring River from north, from starting from a little bit north of the Route 28 bridge on the Herring River, going all the way down to Nantucket Sound. This would not prohibit people who already have docks, piers, walkways from maintaining and improving their structures with conservation permission. We did a rough count, and but by town meeting, I will have a better number. But we only esti we estimated that only about 10 properties in that area do not have docks or piers. So we don't feel like the impact on, on citizens, on industries is going to be that significant. But the gains to the, to the uh, our, our sensitive wetlands could be great. Um, that's the major change for our water dependent structures bylaw, which is chapter 304. There are some other small changes, um, and I'm happy to talk to people about that. And going into chapter 310 of wetlands protection regulations, the major change there is the Conservation Commission is proposing to change a regulatable wetland size, um, which is currently 3,000 square feet down to 1,000 square feet. And this is to better protect our small wetlands, um, such as vernal pools, where, um, and, and wetlands such as vernal pools, 
or really isolated land subjects to flooding, you know, small wet meadows, old bogs, etc., have some of the most the most extensive species diversity out of all of our wetlands. Um, so they're really important to protect our smaller wetlands. The majority of the rest of the changes in Chapter 310 are in clarification, adding a few more definitions. Um, and just instructions to make really filing processes easier for applicants and more easy to understand because the process itself can be a little convoluted and this is partially because to be honest the state forms are not easy to understand and that we have to use them so we tried to provide better protect better uh information for people in there so I would say just say again that if people have any questions about the proposed bylaw changes, would like to see the draft changes that are being um, discussed now by the Board of Selectmen, um, or very shortly, I should say, by the Board of Selectmen, they can feel free and contact me. We did have some public meetings about this that were advertised in the paper and, and online, both in January and February. We had a small amount of public participation but we would really like to get more information out to the public and we'll be looking for ways to try to do that, including this. Great. That's fantastic, Amy. Thank you so much. I think that's important information for voters to have. So we've gotten a good overview of what you do, who's doing it, how you do it in terms of the financial piece. Um, but I know that you have mentioned already a couple of ways that there are opportunities for residents and community members to get involved. You mentioned the Conservation Commission, and um, trail maintenance. Can you tell us a little bit more about ways that we can be involved? Sure. Well, a way to get a hold of me is either just calling our office, and that's 508-430-7538, or you can email me at a-u-s-o-w-s-k-i at town.harwich.ma.us. You can also find the phone number and email on the town hall website. That's the best way to get a hold of us to um, see if you, or to find out ways that you can assist us. We typically have a small amount of turnover on the Conservation Commission. A term is three years. If people are interested in reviewing project plans that um, for what's going on in your community, learning a little bit more about our regulations, and you have some time to do some homework and have two night meetings a month, um, that could be an option for you. Um, if you wish to help with trail work or trash cleanups or ex things like that, physical things um, on our conservation properties, you can feel free and contact us as well. Um, I should mention if you're interested in being a member of the Conservation Commission, you don't need to have a background in natural resources. You simply really need to just have an interest in um, learning and helping protect our, our sensitive resource areas. We have people on my commission, you know, we have previous, we have a previous accountant, we have a herring biologist, we have an excavating contractor. We have people from all walks of life on the Conservation Commission. And that's actually what makes a very good board is having people from various um, who have various expertises and different ways of thinking on the board. Great. So diversity is really an advantage in that case. And is the, is the Conservation Commission appointed or elected? They're appointed. 
And okay. unfortunately, there is no, um, it is purely volunteer. There is no stipend or anything for that. And it is, I will say, it is a lot of work. Well, two meetings a month. And like you said, some background, but for someone who's interested in learn or uh, some research, not background, excuse me. Um, but for someone who's interested in learning more about this or who, you know, has feels passionately about the protection of our wetlands and conservation areas, it sounds like a great opportunity to learn as you go and um, gain more experience and insight. Absolutely. Great. Okay. And so in terms of volunteering for cleanups for uh, like trail maintenance and that sort of thing, is that done at a specific time of year or is it done year round? We do it year round. Um, we try in the middle, middle of summer, we don't do a lot. We're kind of very busy with shorebirds. And plus sometimes it just gets a little too hot to be operating um, tools and doing heavy work in the woods. So I would say, you know, our focus is on beaches really in the summertime and birds and fall, winter and spring is time for, for trail maintenance. Okay. So for um, those who are around year round and might be interested in doing something kind of off season, that sounds like a great project to get involved Mm -hmm. with. Thank you so much for telling us about that. So Amy, I'll make sure that I put in the show notes, the contact information that you shared along with a link to your web page on the town hall website. So if you didn't have a chance to jot down Amy's contact information, you can just scroll down to the show notes and you should find that there. And um, it sounds like they can reach out by phone or email if they're interested in helping out or have any questions. Um, But Amy, I think we went a long way to answering some of those questions today. And I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this segment of the Know Your Town series. We hope you enjoyed it and learned a little something new in the process. Visit the links in the show notes for more information on the resources discussed in each episode and to sign up for alerts via the Civic Ready Alert system. If you're considering joining a town board or committee, we hope you'll visit the Voter Information Committee page on the Town of Harwich website where you'll find a list of current vacancies and information on how to apply. Thanks for listening and take care, everyone.